room wasn't built in a day. And there's a lot of time us entrepreneurs of all types spend just, you know, building and building and building and building until we can hit the point of getting hockey stick growth. I wanted to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Talent Insights. Talent Insights are Australia's leading data specialist recruitment business. They are experts in recruitment strategy and delivery for analytics and data teams. They are the go-to recruitment business for all your data roles in Australia, and they can help both with permanent hires and short-term project-focused data resources. I've used Talent Insights in the past, and I've always found them fantastic to work with. Visit them at talentinsights.com.au. Welcome everyone to another episode of Data Futurology. In Data Futurology, we discuss the challenges and the perspectives of leaders in the analytics and AI space from around the world. We cover the challenges and topics that, that these leaders are currently facing, the things that they should be considering to move forward, and uh, we bring you different perspectives on that. My name is Felipe Flores. I am your host. Before we kick off, I got to say thank you to our sponsor here, Talent Insights, who have been sponsoring us for a long time. So wherever you can, uh, show them some love. Today, our very special guest is Lillian Pearson. And I know that a lot of people out there in the data space know Lillian. We've been following her trajectory for a number of years and definitely a big presence in our space. So I'm super excited to have her on the show. She is the CEO of Data Mania. She's a data business mentor and she's a data product manager and helps people build their businesses in the data space and advance their careers in the data space. So we have a lot of passions in common and I am super pumped to have Lillian on the show. Welcome, Lillian. How are you doing today? Very well. Thank you for having me on the show, Philippe. I'm excited. Oh, very, very excited. So I wanted to ask you how, if you can give us like a, a summary, an overview of your, your journey so far, how did you get to where you are today? Well, okay. I started my business as just a side a side project back in 2012. And then I went full-time in the business in 2013. And I did a lot of different consulting work all over the world for several years. And um, I guess about 2016, I started working with LinkedIn Learning uh, to bring, to do my Python for data science courses and um you know, in the course of this time, I also wrote a few books and stuff. So um, as I was working as a data consultant, I was um, starting to move more towards having all of my offers online. Mm -hmm. And um, at a certain point, by the time I had our business, had supported 10% of Fortune 100 companies and through the partnerships I've been able to reach and train, help, help educate over a million data professionals, I, I turned the business on its face a bit and started working on, instead of like, you know, growing my, keep growing my business and it all being about, you know, um, helping businesses more to B2B, I turned it B2C because I have um, a community of 650,000 data professionals. So instead of um, working as a data consultant, I started helping other data professionals become better data leaders and entrepreneurs. And so that is 
that has been the core focus of our business for two years, and I'm committed to <laughs> that not changing um, in this business ever again. <laughs> that's uh, that's an amazing journey of, of you know creating. Um, uh, a number of LinkedIn courses, I think about five LinkedIn courses, helping train over a million data professionals uh, is, uh, is um, amazing, an amazing impact. Having such a huge community, uh, writing four, I think four books it is, uh, including Data Science for Dummies. Um, the, like what, what you've been able to cover in this time uh, is is almost a, a lifetime's worth of work that you've that you've. Oh, you're very kind. No, it's, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> My mentor says you've got to slow down to speed up. However, I mean, the truth of the matter is that I've been doing, you know, since 2014, I've been doing that from an island in Thailand mostly, unless I had to travel overseas. So, you know, having this full time, I, I haven't had. So when you take on. Um, it's kind of why I stopped doing consulting in any sort of B2B work is because when you take on, you know, other people's projects, that slows you down. Right. But like we are really like focused on where are just we're working. There's no like distraction. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have another job, another thing, client work, all this stuff, you can make progress. And it's not, you know, it's actually not that much work, yeah. especially yeah. with a team. Right. Exactly. And that's, and that's the key. Um, but I, I love that you're focusing on uh, helping people get more impact out of the knowledge that they have uh, in terms of the, the, data yeah. science, the data science knowledge that they might already have. Then I'm really, yeah, I'm big on, I'm definitely big on that because I feel learning is kind learning can be addictive for me as well, but I've kind of found my, I found my way out of that and yeah, we can talk about that more. <laughs> well, that's very disciplined and very self-aware um, to to be able to, um, you know, evaluate uh, things like that. Essentially, at that at that almost almost like at a at a detached level, almost looking from the outside in, saying like how how can Lillian uh, have a bigger impact, right? And then now helping other people do the same. So it's um, yeah, very impressive. So the tell, tell me about the, the the work that you've been doing uh, with, um, with with your clients and through your programs over the past couple of years. So helping them start uh, their businesses, uh, looking at, at data driven ventures, products, etc. What what have been some some surprises for you in in that journey? Definitely, I love talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I love helping other entrepreneurs. Um, do well in their business. I got a surprise yesterday. I'm featuring one. I'm featuring a few of my clients in my book, in the update. So I got a story from him. And next week is going to be a YouTube video, which is uh, called How to Build an AI, A Secret to Building AI That Actually Sells. Nice. And <laughs> it's basically teaching people how to pre-launch and um, sell like pre pre-sell their um their SaaS software and how to develop it while they're monetizing. And um I got a surprise yesterday that my client Kim Lee um in his first year since we worked together he got 300 and he was saying it's like okay so 310 in revenue but then also the 60k 
and pre-sales for his SaaS app that he's been building while he's been delivering the service, which is the embodiment of wow. what I'd say to do in this video. So I was like, oh shoot, but the video is already scheduled. So I can't add him in, but I'm, you know, so people like Cam Lee who really like take action working with them is always really incredible because you can see, you know, you get to actually be part of like, you can feel your impact a little more. Um, but for the most part, Rome wasn't built in a day. And there's a lot of time us entrepreneurs of all types spend just, you know, building and building and building and building until we can hit the point of getting hockey stick growth. So other surprises, I'm sure there's been lots of them. <laughs> it's been um, very interesting to see the changes in uh, the data science field since mm. 2018 in terms of there's a lot of other people. It's become a lot, like a lot. You remember before, I don't know how long you have been working in the field. Yeah. Were too, you working? too long. Embarrassingly long, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was like, there wasn't anyone, there wasn't anyone out there. It was crickets for a really long time. And then since like 2000, since like 2018, it's been, Wow. Right. Yeah. Like huge, huge <laughs> growth in the space. Like, yeah, I remember when you would struggle to find even the content online to try and like get, get ahead or learn something. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, they didn't have courses. Like when I started, they did not have courses. And yeah. like there was one course and they courses, the Coursera course by Andrew Ning. And I started yeah. that and it wasn't very like, it was kind of like a weed out course. And I was like, eh. so I had to string everything together with like statistic books and Python training and like just kind of pulling it all together myself because I didn't have courses. And now there's just like, that's a, that's something that that's why I'm also led to um, help data professionals like that want to start their businesses. Like one of the big things is that I hammer on is like, Hey guys, like, you don't want to market yourself to data professional. If, in a, if yeah. you have a business, you're like, they don't need your skills. They have your skills. They need, you know, you need to go to people who don't have your skills. So like another course in Python for data science or another course in R or another SQL course. I'm just like, I guess it would be not the most effective use as, of your time, I believe, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I, I really like that... Um, you you focus on the on the value you focus on the impact um and and you you focus on um what are the the different paths that should be taken in order to um to maximize that that impact so that's that's a perfect example and one one that i love is like don't don't try to serve people that have your skills when there's the whole world that needs data science skills um I mean, I tell you, like, if I didn't already have an audience of data professionals, it would be, you know, my audience is data professional. My business is established, you know, but it would be a lot more lucrative (laughs) to sell data services or data products to like a marketing industry, Mm -hmm. healthcare industry, like you know what I'm saying? Specializing in building an audience in that niche because they're so, you're so needed. And yeah. So if you have the chance and you're like, okay, I want to build an online audience, like niche down. Yes. But if you're not looking for a job that maybe try and be the data expert in an in industry instead of trying to be 
the biggest fish in the sea because we have a lot of fish in the sea now. A hundred percent. And uh, I really like, um, I also really like that your approaches work so well for both for entrepreneurs, but also for, for people who are wanting to advance their careers. Because what, what I see a lot of times is that people um, focus sometimes solely or sometimes the majority of their efforts go into improving their technical capabilities. And mm -hmm. there is um, a lot more that is needed in order to maximize your impact, to deliver more value, to, to create a difference both in your organization or in other people's organizations through, through your business. Um, yeah, so yeah, I really feel that you, that you, you focus on helping people kind of like have a broader uh, mindset about what is required in their professional lives in general. So that was a surprise I learned this year. I have a quiz. It's a fun, it's a fast, fun, 45 second quiz called data superhero quiz. And it helps people tap into, okay. So it goes, it goes into what are your skills, but it also goes into your personality type and what are your interests and passions. And what's like, what is a vision you, you know, if you had to answer in five seconds, what's your vision for the next three or five years. And it gives you one of three results. And I broke things down. This was this. I, I had this understanding um, as a consequence of my husband, who we're in Thailand, but he was got contacted by Facebook about a software engineering job, and it was he's a he's an implementation person. He doesn't want to be a leader. He doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. He has zero. He does not care at all about any of that stuff, and he doesn't want to know. And <laughs> And they were going to, you know, the job was $600,000 a year in salary, mm. which is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how big would I have to grow my business to have that much in take home pay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I realized that like, it isn't about like taking someone whose passion and skill set is implementation mm. and turning them into something that they're not. It isn't that there's, they're going to do really well if they, if they apply themselves, there's so much opportunity, but really there's really three different types of data science professional or tech professional, but I'm in the data field. So there's the data implementation person, the person who likes to spend their time coding and doing that, you know, working on the details all the time. Then there's the data leader who is more on the organizational level, thinking a big picture, you know, putting all the pieces together and thinking strategically. And then there's data entrepreneurs like myself. So you can fall into one of the three camps and, you know, the quiz then goes into all the different roles within these camps and what's the what's the remuneration and all of that and the results. So there's no way that I'm going to take a person. So I don't even help with the implementation. You know, like if they want to take my courses and I can help them in that way, I have stuff available, but I just cut it out completely because it's I don't want to spend my life doing something that I don't love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just not something I'm passionate about, but data leadership, data strategy, building data businesses, that stuff that I can, I can really get on board with. So you don't need, like, I can't take someone that wants to take a lot, you know, be on Coursera. I was on a panel the other day, this girl, woman, really smart, so many PhDs, you know, did all this and that. And she's like, I'm on Coursera taking courses every week, trying to keep up. If I blink, you know, a new thing has come out that I, and I was like, Geez, like that, she's an implementation person. I'm like, that's great. That's exactly what you need to be doing if you're an implementation person. So have fun with that. 
but that's not what I'm doing, you know? No, I love it. I love the the clarity of thinking um, and, and being able to discern and help other people discern which, which type of leader or which type of um, data professional they are, uh, whether it's running implementation, leadership or entrepreneurship. And it wasn't yeah. given to us back, you know, back before it was like, I don't know. I feel like the online media just told us we needed to learn the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Once you learn deep learning, you've got to learn reinforcement, deep learning. And it's like, where does it ever stop? You mm-hmm. know? Like, and of course you need to keep up to date. So if you're an implementation person, then yeah, you got to keep learning that stuff. And yes, you do need to understand all that stuff as a data leader. However, our skills are transferable. Leadership skills and technology are transferable. So the value isn't, isn't in coding the details and like knowing, you know, the functions to, to get this done. The value is actually in connecting the technology between the people and the business leaders and the actual customer to make sure that it generates profits for the business, which is transferable to pretty much everything. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. I love it. Um, We had a comment from Fiona saying that her goal is to be a data leader. Um, And from Conrad, he said, leaning towards data leader and data entrepreneur. Yeah, I think that probably most people on your podcast would be towards that side of things because it's data futurologies. Um, we we approached you about can we come on your show, and so we did that with in mind that okay, like you're you're also on board with the same type of thinking, right? And 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 I'm I I love that that you know people that share passions uh, that that we should come together and and join forces and. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Because that's, that's how we're going to be able to help the most amount of people, um, by, by, by working together. So no, I was, I was, I was super that's excited. So true. That's so true. That's something I've been working on a lot lately is just like getting out there and like doing whatever I can to help other thought leaders in the data space and get more connected and, you know, instead of seeing it as competition, more as collaboration to make an impact. And so that's something that I had to get over in terms of maturity. Yes. yes. <laughs> Growing up. No, same, like, same for me. Yeah. But I think everyone has a thing where we feel a little like if we see someone doing well, it's easy to feel like, okay, they're doing well. Maybe I'm not as good, but that's natural. So you just don't pay any attention to it. And you just keep on going, right? And do do the thing, do the right next right thing, which I've come to discover is really helpful. It's helping other people that are helping, helping people help people. <laughs> yes. yes, I love it. Oh, I love it. Um, you know, like about years and years ago, I think I think like 12 or 13 years ago, I, I had started an analytics consulting company. I literally didn't know anything about business. I had been an analytics <laughs> consultant for like seven years and I was like, I can do this. Um, painful, painful experience uh, to come to the re- against the realities of, of business. And um, in the early oh, days- yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot to learn. Oh, <laughs> People yeah. like, I did the same thing, which is why I now help other, because I've spent a lot of time and a lot of money learning how to- grow my business um, with various coaches and mentors. So yeah, but I did that too. Right. Because we're smart. We're smart, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are masochists willing to go through the pain. <laughs> oh, geez. But 
Um, in the early days, when when I was starting that that business, I did an entrepreneurship course, and one day they had us do this activity where they separated us into groups. Everyone got some Legos, and it was um, the the task was build the tallest tower you can, and um, everyone like used the Legos as efficiently as they could in their groups, and then people started to try to find like get their their phones and like stack up the phones one on top of each other and then put the leg on top and be like oh our legos higher and like started to have that that type of thinking and then you know i don't know 20 minutes went past and we sort of looked around and we're like what if we just all put our legos together <laughs> and then we got the tallest lego and obviously there was no other no other lego that could be higher because that is we- such a great analogy and, and that's when I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like, obviously, that's what they were trying to teach us. I was like, I get it. Like, join forces with people that have the same passion, who are doing, uh, trying to help people in the same way, and, and everyone's going to be better for it. So, um, yeah, that is a really, actually, very good analogy. Really, really changed. Change was that a mind. university thing? Like at a no, school? it was literally run um, in Australia by um, entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs. And it was. Um, uh, I wish I yeah. got that lesson earlier. I never even thought of it that way, but it's actually so true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Combine, combine and, and you'll be able to, to do more. So that's, that's really interesting. That brings this episode to conclusion. Thank you so much for listening. Please find us on datafuturology.com or on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram as Data Futurology. Also go to datafuturology.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes for this and any other episodes. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it was helpful and valuable for you. Thanks again and see you next time.